tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Tell me about your mama. Sounds familiar to you. Yes, that's right. Rasco Flats, take me there in 2007. We're going to talk about why that's important with our guest today a little bit. Welcome to Spotlight On, a series where we actually take someone, we spotlight them. And I'm going to do that today. I'm your host, James Law Jr. You can follow me at Black Hope LA, it's B L A K H O P E L A. I couldn't get the C for some weird reason. <laughs> and you can also follow me on my Facebook page, James Law Jr., for all the kinds of goodies and things on there. Now, my guest today is someone who's busy, he is a working actor. He is on TV in shows like Criminal Minds. He's on commercials. I saw him on two commercials this week. He's also on a, an Emmy-winning web series called Emma Approved. And he just did a movie, the the upcoming LBJ biopic with uh, Rob Reiner, playing Ted Sorensen. Yes. Right? Yeah, yeah. Brent Bailey. Hey, hello. How are you? I'm doing amazing. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Yeah, of course. So you guys, you can follow us right now on YouTube mm-hmm. at AfterBuzz TV. We, I posted links on everything. He posted links on his. Where can they find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. Well, everything's just Brent M. Bailey. So right. Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, well, all the different All the different Yeah, all the different Facebook, it's actually the same thing. So it's, it's all at Brent M. Bailey. <laughs> tell them everything. Everybody just, just, just follow everything. Yeah, just follow everything. We're on there. Comment. <laughs> Uh, rate us, tell me what you think. Also, on my Facebook page, I have posted some things about him on my Twitter, too, so you can follow and follow more about him after our discussion and continue to see what Brett is doing, yeah. of course. And, of course, we're on SoundCloud and iTunes. So, we're everywhere. And this interview will be everywhere afterwards, too. Taking over the world. We are. You know, that's my plan. <laughs> I'm building my empire. I'm trying to. My own empire. I love it. I love it. So, okay. I have to tell you. So, this, when I was doing my research on you, mm-hmm. I had a TV on. And I was just kind of like watching TV, and I was kind of just flipping through some channels or whatever. And I saw you, I mean, I swear to God, in a two-hour span, I saw you in two commercials, two different commercials. Mm-hmm. And then I saw you, your Criminal Mind episode was on. No way, really? Okay, no, wait, now you know. Oh, that's Criminal, a trifecta. Now you know Criminal Mind is on like 24 hours a day, seven days a week, it, it seems is, like. It is, but that show's been on for how many, how many years? It's I know. amazing that my one episode was on while you were watching. That's just like fate. It was meant to be. Yeah. And I was just like, really? I want to see him three times, really? In like two hours? <laughs> you're like, I don't even want to, I don't even want to interview you. No. <laughs> I got, I know enough now. Yeah. So, I mean, you literally, you're literally living the dream. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's been absolutely incredible. Uh, very busy to the point where we've, I've had to turn down quite a few jobs, which is never fun to do. Embarrassment of riches. Yeah, but it's a it's a great problem to have. Uh, um, yes. Yeah. It's been really good. Well, no, and, I, and when I start seeing your face, I was like, I do recognize you in things. That's the funny thing is that, I mean, I've been working pretty consistently for a while now, but it wasn't until, uh, like, really, Emma Approved was a, a great show for me because it, it built a, a fan base that actually recognized me, and then all of a sudden they were like, oh my gosh, like, you're on every commercial, <laughs> and so now it's fun because I'll get little tweets me like, I saw you here, and I saw you there, and it's like, yeah, it's, it's crazy, but, uh, I mean, I think I shot 15 commercials last year, I've oh shot eight God. this year, I've shot 12 the year before. So you're rich. <laughs> the checks are just coming in, aren't they? Well, and there's all the yeah. commercials. They always say about commercials. You're, going, you're like super rich, aren't you? Yeah, well, I'm, you know, I, I'm, doing, I'm doing okay. <laughs> just kidding, kids. Yeah. But I mean, commercials are good. I mean, good, yes. they're good to do. Yeah, they're great. And you, and you have that kind of face that's like, you could do many different kinds of commercials. Yeah. Which I guess is working to your advantage. Yeah, and then I also look very different. It, I mean, sometimes it's even hard for like my parents to be like, I, I'm pretty sure that's him, but because I like to with the beard, I look different. Without the beard, I look yeah, different. Yeah. And then uh, depending on like what the product is and how they have me dressed up, like Clorox, I'm clean shaven in a little blue polo. <laughs> yes. And then all of a sudden for uh, like the commercial I just do with uh, my girlfriend Joanna. For, I thought you bring it up. You brought it up. Yeah, I was going to bring it up. Yes. For Ever Us, I've got the beard and I look totally different. Yeah. So it's uh, it just depends on like what look they go for. You say you also bring it up. You did a commercial with. Your girlfriend yeah so i mean how did, how did that work out where you guys got to work together so my amazing commercial agents uh i'm with abrams commercially mm-hmm. and they called me up and they said hey listen um the coincidentally this casting is for a mixed japanese girl 
and a Caucasian <laughs> guy, and they want a real couple. And she's like, "Will will you and your girlfriend go?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course. I've already I, I met her working, so I'd be okay. Oh, fun." So we auditioned. Uh, we we auditioned for the <laughs> the commercial together, and we ended up being the only couple that actually booked it. The rest of the people were strangers. Oh, uh, but they they just loved it. They were like, "Yeah, you guys are like the real deal," and uh, it seems very natural. And uh, they it was it was just kind of like an easy job to book because I mean we literally are exactly <laughs> what they were looking for. <laughs> that is crazy. Which is great. Yeah, that it's is. great. How is it? Um, have you guys ever acted before together? Well, that's how we met. We okay. met on Emma Approved. Oh, okay, it's okay. So, so yeah, yeah we, we first met at the chemistry read. Okay, Emma chemistry read. Okay, yes. Yeah. And then we actually even they did B roll of that commercial, uh, the Everest commercial okay. that's on YouTube. Oh, uh, don't look that up. And it, okay. it actually like goes back and it talks about like our whole love story and like how we met and everything. Oh my god! Um, but yeah, so we actually met on the show that we won the Emmy for. Yeah, the Emmy for it. Isn't yeah. that, I mean, I think you want you on an Emmy show. I mean, web series are like they're in. Obviously, I'm on the internet too. This is on the internet. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not even the future anymore. It's now. Definitely. Yeah. And we're going to talk a little more about each of those different projects there. I just want to ask you, because you went to school and got a master's in business. I did. I did. So has... I like like the, like... I'm like, master's in business. And you're an actor. (laughs) Yeah, what happened? Or for me, what I was going to ask you is, has that training education informed how you go through this business? Definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, my bachelor's is in computers, actually. I was a computer programmer. Oh, my God. Uh, and then I, I kind of hit, like, a little bit of a, a quarter-life <laughs> crisis, and I was like, you know, I'm just I'm not as happy as I think I should be. Uh, and so I decided to just kind of turn my world upside down and, and try something new. Yeah. And one of my really good buddies, uh, his name's Harley J. he lived out here. And so I was like, listen, man, I'm going to come crash on your couch for six months and just give wow. this whole thing a try. Wow. And then the first time I was on set, I was like, this this is it. Like, this is this is what makes me happy. This is what's exciting. And this is what I'm going to keep doing. And it's not like at the beginning it was easy. I mean, the no. first five years, I mean, because I'd never acted. I'd never taken acting. Oh, wow. Well, okay. Never okay. okay. So I came out here knowing nothing. Just being wow. like the most green actor you could ever be. <laughs> oh uh, and so I was like, well, i got to pay the bills somehow. So I, I got a yeah. job at Blockbuster because I was like, what better uh, resource? Blockbuster. <laughs> Which we all miss Blockbuster video. Video stores. What are those? Video it's, stores. It's actually really sad. And that sad. was a fun job because I got to interact oh, with people. Sure. I got to watch the movies. Yeah. I got to learn about the actors. And so yeah. uh, it was really beneficial because it was almost my little like library mm-hmm. to the industry. Makes sense. Yes. Uh, and then thankfully, after I've been out here for almost 11 years now. But after five wow. years, uh, I started making enough money to where... I didn't have to have a job anymore. I was just acting full time. And it's been that way for the last like five and a half to six years. Now, I want to, you said something that's really interesting is I'm a person who I changed my life, my whole life seven years ago. Mm -hmm. I did the same thing. I just changed professions, changed locations, everything. For you, you said you decided to just all of a sudden say, I'm going to go. How did that process work? How did you decide I'm going to not do the computers or the business? I'm going to do acting. Uh, I mean, the sort of depressing side of it is that, like, it was one of those things where I knew I wasn't happy, but there was, like, that, that tipping point. That was yeah. a great book, The Tipping Point. There was that one moment in time where I found out my ex-girlfriend was getting married. Uh-huh. Oh, and it was, okay. like, as soon as that news came across the table, I was like, I'm out. Yeah, I'm going I'm going far away. And so, when, granted, Arizona to California is not exactly yeah. Something I know it's not like New but, York or anything, yeah, but yes, it's, it's far enough away to where I was like getting away and starting fresh, but still a safe distance so I could yeah. come back and see my family. Uh, and so for me, it was just that moment, and I had just gotten a brand new job that I'd fought so hard for, oh my and it was one of those things where I was like, you know what, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, like it's time to change. And so I quit that job uh, wow. that weekend. Wow. And then I, I owned a house in Arizona. And so I had to, like, find tenants and stuff. And so I was like, well, in the meantime, I'll save up a little bit of money. So I got a job at Outback Steakhouse. And, uh, <laughs> and I was, like, working there. And then I thought, like, for sure I, yeah. could, I could work there for, like, a month or two. And then I'd transfer to California to yeah. work there. But then they were like, wait a second. You can't just you can't just pick and choose which Outback you're going to work at. So I was like, You oh, could like, now. Yeah, well, that would be know, awesome. Know, so back to the Outback Steakhouse. Outback. <laughs> that was the, the problem with Outback Steakhouse is I love their food and their yeah. mac and cheese. And so every time I worked good. there, my whole paycheck just went to – I got a <laughs> steak and a mac and cheese and it was not very beneficial for my income that's right but I mean it's, the thing is like you I mean because you said you didn't really know what I mean what were some of your first steps in California I mean like when you got to LA you're like I'm on my friend's couch I'm here it's beautiful it's sunny I'm in yeah. LA um, I started off doing background work because I was yes, like we all do I was yes. like yeah I was like background work's easy money yeah. um, it's it's not a real big commitment and I was like what better place to learn about the business than to be on set uh, and so I just kind of like stayed quiet and stayed in the background yeah. and like watched and learned and saw how like what you learn so much like technical you stuff do. like yeah, hitting you your mark or mm-hmm. like you know when the like speeding rolling cut blah like I mean all like the the, the stuff that you would have to actually go to school yeah. or read a book that's like is specifically or specifically for 
onset uh, terminology. Yeah. And so you, you get like firsthand experience of that. And so I was like, this is amazing. Yeah. So I lived on that couch for the first six months. Oh, how fun. Okay. And then we finally upgraded me to <laughs> the kitchen. We took away the kitchen table and we put a bed in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Yep. And then finally, after <laughs> one year, I upgraded to my very first bedroom in California. Oh, that's so... Yeah. <laughs> so, like that in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, do you remember what first shows you worked on as background? Or any uh, some of the accepted. early ones? With oh, Justin Hall. Yeah. It was my very, very first job. Oh, wow. Uh, and so I, I got a job on Accepted. And it's funny because, like, as, as you start your career and even as it progresses, you get – you're so excited about that one thing. So I called yeah. my parents and I was like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> I'm on a major moving right. picture. I'm going to be in the audience. And I show up and, there, of course, there's, like, 350 yeah, right, people. Right. <laughs> and they're like, you're going to be in this section. And I was like, oh, my gosh, am I going to be on camera? Am I going to be on – and I was, like, sitting there so excited. Uh, and, and yeah, I just, I just ate it up. And, and then my first job that I actually booked was the Rascal Flats job. Yeah, so we played the song in the beginning. Yeah. It's a song that was a number one hit for them, actually. Yeah, they, won, uh, they won the music video year of the uh, yeah, CM, CMA, CMA, or CMT, 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 I think yeah. it is. Yes. Music video of the award, group yeah. music video. Yeah. So you did a video. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, so how was that process of auditioning? Was it like a regular acting up audition, or was it? Yeah, yeah, it was on uh, you know a couple different acting websites that I would go. We didn't have. I feel, I feel like this is such a sad story, but we didn't have internet at the house. Yeah, so, no, that's okay. So every day we'd go. One of my buddies, or Harley, lived or lived worked at Panera Bread, and so they had free <laughs> oh, hey. Wi-Fi. So we'd go there and we'd submit on like Actors Access and all those oh, yeah, different websites those. Yes, and LA yes. Casting. And so LA, LA Casting, casting yeah. yeah, they got me that audition for. Uh, for the Rascal Flatts music video, and so I was like, "Great!" Do you know their music? Do you know that they're I big? Loved but, it. Okay, yeah, 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 I loved yeah, him. Yeah. I was a huge Rascal Flatts okay. fan. Okay, uh, and so I got the audition. It was just a regular audition. You walk in, and you know they set up this little this little thing with a fake steering wheel, and oh, you're supposed that. to be driving. And and it's funny because then it never ends up being that way. Right. She ends up driving me in the video. Right. But yes. uh, yeah, and then and then we did uh, the little chemistry read on the callback, and it was just like they booked the job, and I was super excited. And yeah, uh, yeah, it was just such a wonderful experience. So it was a really good experience. Yeah. And did you get to meet them, like talk to them, or were you like... I did. Oh, you did? Yeah, okay. yeah. They, uh, I mean, the one day we were shooting, it, it wasn't with them. Okay. And then uh, when they break out into that scene where it's like the, there's like a giant aerial shot from a helicopter where uh, oh, we're yes. at the party and they're singing yeah. amongst us, we got to see them that day. Oh, good. And they were all so, so nice. Oh, I'm sure they like, were. So genuine and so down to earth, which is surprising because they have been around forever. And yes, they they're huge. Are huge. Huge. They're huge. Yeah. So they were great. And then like the, all the, the guys, like Sean Silva was the director. He was amazing. Okay. Uh, they were we're all just so supportive, and I was trying to not let it be known that it was my first job because I didn't want okay. them to be nervous. Yes. But yes. I was just like, I was like, yeah, I do this all the time. It's fine, <laughs> don't worry about me. But in, internally, I was freaking out. But now you're being played on all the country music stations. I mean, like that must be really interesting because it's not just a one-time job. It's like it's well, that part was cool. But uh, they also invited us to the concert because uh, there was a concert shortly oh, wow. after we shot, and so then I got to go to the concert, and you they played it on the big screen at the concert. Oh my god! So it was it was you like played. it was amazing. I was just blown away I was like look at this like I am on TV in front of all of these people and I'm standing like it was very surreal I'm sure no I'm sure yeah that'd be kind of just like wow that's me yeah oh my god that's great I mean it's like it's funny because you bring up a good point that the entrance into this business could be anything yeah yeah you never know what it's gonna be I mean, we have sometimes we have ideas like, well, I want to come in, I'm going to get a TV show and that, but it may be something else first right. that leads you, that the dots connect and lead you to mm-hmm. actual TV show. Um, so you were on the couch, you, you were in the in the kitchen, you got your own bedroom. Uh-huh. You feel like you made it. I did, yeah, as soon as I had that bedroom, I was like, oh, this, <laughs> the life is made. <laughs> now, you had your own car and stuff, so you were able to get around and go to auditions and stuff? I did. Yeah, yeah. You won one of those stories, like I was on the bus and I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> I had a car and a motorcycle. Oh, yeah. wow, yeah. that's great. Um, but... Did you, when you first, when you got here, did you, what did you find for you that was a little frustrating when you first started? Because you didn't really know much when you got here. What did you start seeing when you first started? Uh, I mean, like in terms of acting? Yeah. uh, I think the most frustrating part, especially at the beginning, is that you, you, you know that you're capable of doing these great things. It's just you got to get in front of the right people. But to get in front Mm -hmm. of the right people, you have to have already done great things. Mm -hmm. So it's like that catch 22 of like, you really want an agent. But then the agent's like, well, you don't have any credits. And you're like, Uh, well, how do I get those credits? And they're like, well, you have to go get some jobs. And you're like, but I need you to get me <laughs> yes. the jobs. Yes, I remember that. Uh, so yes. it's, it's like a real big catch-22. And then, But, I, I mean, there are different ways where you can work your way up and do, like, the student films. And you kind of oh, yes, do yes, the, yes. the stepping stones. And then eventually you get to the point where there are agents saying, like, hey, do you, or do you have representation? Because I'd like to represent you. And then yeah. that's a great feeling of accomplishment because you're like, finally, the tables have turned a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I think that was a frustrating process. 
Uh, and then I think also at the beginning, I didn't understand how long stuff takes. And so oh, okay, I would okay. shoot uh, like the Rascal Flats music video or I'd shoot yeah. a commercial and I'd be like, when is it going to come out? And they'd be like, well, maybe next year. And you're like, what do you mean next year? That's so far away. I need to see, I need my, my instant gratification. Uh, and, and yeah, that was a, that was like a real big adjustment. And sometimes it, you never see it. Sometimes That's it, it too, never right. comes out. Right. I mean, Things I've done a, a handful of commercials. Have you really? been like, it got scrapped. So you shot them, oh, got yeah. paid for them, mm-hmm. and just, I was on a, an episode of Californication, and I was so excited. Oh. And they ended up cutting the whole scene because the episode was too long. You meet David Duchovny? Were you with him? I was with Dave. I was with the whole family. Oh, were you really? It was oh. like the family was... Oh, I bumped my mic. Yes. Uh, I was out to... <laughs> we were out to lunch. It was on the beach. Okay. And it was actually... I shot it right over my birthday. And so I was like with my whole family because they were down in Huntington Beach. Uh-huh, and I was like, fun. I have to go leave to shoot Californication. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I show on HBO. Sorry. Right. But it's like a scene where David Duchovny is with his wife and his daughter. And I'm supposed to be this guy that just walks up. And he's like, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah, you're, you're Hank Moody. And he's like, ah. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, no, I think you're like an amazing writer. And then he turns. He's like, oh, all right. Then, yeah, I am Hank Moody. <laughs> It sounds like, like him on a show. Can I get a picture with you guys? And then we take a picture. And then, like, his wife comes and says, like, well, will you take a picture of us? And then we turn around and we do a picture of them. So it was this great little scene. Yeah. And I was like, and I loved California Cage. Yeah, it was a good show. So, I watched it, too. So it yeah. Show. And so I was just like, this is going to be amazing. And that was actually the first time I ever learned that you sadly don't talk too much about what's about to come out just in case Oh, so, because you're excited, you're yeah. talking about, I'm going to come for vacation this season, yeah. I'm on episode two or whatever, three, yeah. you're like giving everything out, and then... And then people watching, they're like, I didn't see you. And you're like, <laughs> oh, that's because I did not make it. Right. People yeah. do get cut. They do, yeah. yeah. And that's a, that's an interesting thing, because they not only did I get cut from the show, but they like killed my IMDb credit, you no longer get residuals, because you didn't actually make oh, an appearance. Right. Oh, right. So it's like, a, it's a pretty big blow. So, I mean, how, how did you handle the first couple of times of rejection? Do you remember? Because it's an obviously thing in our business, just, yeah. just it is what it is, but how did you start to kind of, and how have you since learn to cope with that kind of stuff. I think, I mean, like bringing that all the way back around to your first question, I think that's where the masters in business helped out because okay. I knew it wasn't personal. Like it was, it's okay. business. Yeah. Like you're not, they're not rejecting, well, I hope they're not rejecting right. you as right. a person. They're just saying like, for whatever, I mean like the length of Californication, it was, it was 15 minutes too long. We had to cut stuff. Uh, okay. They're like, so you, you got cut. It's unfortunate, right. but it wasn't like, we don't like you. Uh, right. And so a lot of times I just try to, I do very much try to keep the business aspect very separate than my, my personal emotions. So that way, I can get excited about things, but I'm not so excited that when something doesn't work out, I get crushed. Because this would be an exhausting business to be in if if you always rode the wave all the way up, and then when it crashes, rode it all the way down. So I try to stay, like, my girlfriend always calls me very even-keeled, and so I I try to stay, like, right in the middle. Like, I'll let myself get excited. Even when I booked the the Ted Sorensen role for LBJ, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm going to work with Rob Reiner and Woody Harrelson? (laughs) And I booked in July, and I wasn't shooting until October. October. Okay. Uh, and so I had to just sit there for months and not <laughs> tell everybody, not get excited, wow. and not just be like, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. Right. And even now, I still have to contain my excitement because you never know what's going to happen. Right, 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 right. So, yeah. so, so now, let's, we'll, we'll talk about that. Just, we'll just go right into that right now. So yeah. I'm going to go back to the TV stuff. Um, so you shot this film. You played Ted Sorensen, mm-hmm. who was... The speechwriter for Kennedy. That's right, for Kennedy. Yeah, and then when uh, Kennedy gets assassinated, then uh, LBJ comes mm-hmm. and tries to recruit him to write his speech. Uh, and I feel like this isn't a spoiler, but because uh, yeah. it, 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 it did happen. It's uh, but he ends up writing LBJ's opening speech um, after Kennedy's assassination, the very first speech he ever gives. Well, congratulations for getting the role. I mean, that's great. This is a this is a big time film. Yeah, it should be. I mean, my it was the one time that my agents and manager they were like, "Listen, you can get excited. This is a big deal." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay." I was like, "I just didn't want to get too excited." Right. I was like, "This is this is a big deal." And they're like, "Yeah, it's a big deal." And so when you did the audition for it, did you just tape something? Did you go in? Did you just meet Rob Reiner first? I mean, how did that work? So I made a really really good friend, uh, Jeremy Gordon. He's a casting okay. director. We have been friends for probably six or seven years oh, now, good. and okay. he is like my number one fan, and also like one of my great. <laughs> his friends and so every time he sees a project that I'm even remotely right for he's like good Brent Bailey is your guy good so he was uh, the a casting assistant for Jane Jenkins oh okay and so this project came across the table and he was like Brent Bailey this guy will be great and so I went in read for Jane and Jeremy okay uh, Jeremy okay. texted me after and he's like hey you did great you're gonna have a call back and I was okay. Like, okay cool good and then he texts me the next day and he's like don't freak out but Rob Reiner <laughs> will be in the room for your callback 
And I was like, oh, oh okay, I'll be fine. Yeah, I was yeah. like, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, it's okay, fine. okay. So yeah. I show up, uh, I show up, and you, you never know, like, I mean, especially like a guy at Rob Reiner's level. Yeah, he's yeah. made so many amazing movies. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's got so much talent. And so I walked in the room not really knowing how he was going to be, and he was the nicest guy. Uh, okay. He stood up from his chair, he walked across the room, shook my hand, which is usually a little bit weird. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, shook my hand, uh, sat down, he's like, ah, he's, you know, and he's, he's got this yes, most wonderful okay. voice. Uh, but he was like, you know, do you have any questions? And I was like, no. I was like, you know, same thing as last time, right? And he like laughed. He's like, yeah, let's do it. And so I did it, and he was just like, that was great. He's like, you even look like him. And I was like, these are good things, right? These are great things. And he's okay, like, yeah. Right? And he's like, I don't even need to see it again. And oh, I was like, wow. cool. So I left, and then uh, it was like a week or two after I found out I booked it. Wow. But yeah, I mean, it's always better when the room is positive. Sometimes yes. you walk into very cold rooms. And, so you do. So you're talking about yeah. people just like staring at you and go, okay, go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or they're not even looking at you. They're on their computers. They're like, oh, there is that too. I had a few of those. Yeah, I had a few of those. I, 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 I tried being an actor for a minute. Yeah, so I'd be a host instead. Hey, hosting's hard. I love it. I, I, I love it. I know. I love it. Yeah. I'll, be, I'll be interviewer. I'll be behind the scenes. Oh, I'm, oh that's, that's yeah. fine. I'll do all that. Um, and so now you're in obviously makeup and for this movie you had to go into yeah. makeup and period piece yeah. and how, how was that uh, it was fun it was a lot of fun actually because uh, you know I, I typically don't shave just because I not not necessarily out of like laziness <laughs> or anything but usually when uh, in, when you're auditioning they like to have the option to change you and mm-hmm. so if you have a beard they're like okay we like this but we also know that we can clean clean shave you mm-hmm. um, so it was really interesting to be clean shaven for a straight month yeah, while sure. I was shooting and then like you know my hair was all different like yeah. buffed over oh, sure. and like I was wearing suits every day and something about like wearing suits and ties just makes me always feel good. <laughs> so the inner businessman is yeah, in there. That's exactly. Why. Yeah, my inner businessman. Yeah, like, like the, the inner, inner the inner Mister Knightley is like, yes, yeah, it's a shirt and tie. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, it was it was such a cool experience to kind of step into another person's shoes uh, every day for five weeks. Now, how was it doing? Because before other projects you've done, you're playing a character right. that something's created by a writer. Mm-hmm. You're portraying someone who is for real. Yeah. So, what challenges, or or was it easy, or was I mean, what was I mean, what was it for you in doing you, that? You know, uh, it was a little bit more pressure because obviously you do have people that will look at the performance and compare you to the real guy. But at the same point, uh, not a whole lot of people are really, really familiar with Ted Sorensen. Right, so it wasn't right. he was like a figure to where it was like like LBJ, yeah, yeah right, where right, people right, are going right. to be like critiquing Woody and saying like mm-hmm. you did this or didn't do that. Right. Uh, so for me, I feel like I had a lot less pressure. Okay, um, and sense. I also felt like I could kind of just bring myself to the role because most of the stuff that I watched with him like all of his YouTube stuff and his books mm-hmm. and everything it was written from his life later oh okay and so it didn't really give me too much of an yeah, insight of what stuff. he was when this was actually oh. happening because he was 32 when this was happening yeah, that's kind of young yeah yeah and so I was like okay great well I'm just going to play it how how I think he would have been uh, and bring uh, bring across like his characteristics that I know like his moral beliefs and his values yeah. and how he is very you know conservative and he is fairly quiet mm-hmm. uh, and he doesn't like a lot of attention I was like I'm okay. gonna go that route so I'm always just kind of mm-hmm. I took like the general essence of him but then brought smart myself to it and that's kind of what I did with uh, Mr. Knightley too because mm-hmm. even though Mr. Knightley was from a Jane Austen book it's yeah. been done so many times now that, yeah. that you you can't help but watch other people and right you can't, yeah it's just I mean it's yeah inevitable and so I walked into it only thinking about Paul Rudd because I adore <laughs> Paul Rudd and I was like yeah, he's great I was like well, Paul Rudd has, he's done the best Mister Knightley because in Clueless and I was yeah. like I don't know how I'm going to follow that up and so I was like well if I'm going to steal from anybody I'm going to steal from Paul Rudd yeah, he's a genius like, yes. uh, so I like mixed Paul Rudd and myself and then brought my own character to that too yeah. but it was a little bit of a similar situation where because the fans of the show had Mr. Knightley in their minds. Oh, I'm sure. Like, they had already, even just from reading the book, you already have created yeah, this mental course, image. Of course, yeah. So, it was it was similar. Actually, it was probably even more pressure to be Mr. Knightley than it was oh God, to be funny. Ted Sorensen because he, Mr. Knightley is so much more well-known. Yeah, I guess, I guess that's true. Yeah. They think about that way. Wow. And so, you shot for a month? With uh, the LBJ thing? You LBJ, yeah, shot for five weeks in five New, weeks, New okay. Orleans. Oh, New Orleans? Yeah. Have you ever been there before? Was that your first time? I've been there for uh, one or a 24-hour period of time for a film <laughs> festival for a movie okay. I did called Republic of Two. Okay. Uh, and so I literally only had 24 hours of experience there. Uh, which was an amazing 24 hours. Yeah, you know, but, New Orleans. I've yeah. been there many times. I, I know how it is. Yeah, it's yes. not going to be. But uh, five weeks of being in New Orleans, you definitely have to <laughs> pace yourself on everything because there's so much good food. And I will tell you. so much I've, entertainment, music. And yes. Like, oh, it's just... The if, food. You could oh. really just go out of control. I want some gumbo right now, kids. Yeah. Gumbo right now. The charbroiled oysters. Oh, my favorite. sounds good, too. It's oh so God. good. Uh, I know. My family's from Louisiana, so I, I totally was like, yep. I had to go down there and get some shrimp etouffee or something. Oh, my yes. God. Beignets. Yep. You have them for breakfast? Yep, yep, oh, my God. Yep, I'm getting yep, hungry. Yep. Crazy. 
Um, so now, um, we, we're going to now just go because because your career is all over the place mm-hmm. and in, in a great way. Back to the web series. Yeah. So how'd you get involved with that? Um, so the interesting thing about the web series is Bernie Sue uh, and the casting director for that was Jenny Powell. They had brought me in for the Pemberley family when they were doing the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. Okay. So I actually auditioned to be Darcy, and then I auditioned oh, to be uh, Wickham. Uh, so they, they knew that they liked me. They knew that they, they thought I was good, but they just couldn't quite find the role that they thought was okay. for me. Okay. Uh, so when I finally went in on the nightly auditions... Uh, that I was like, please let this be it. because I feel like I feel like I keep putting so much energy into the same thing, and like I know they like me. Just let me find the right role. And so when I got the nightly sides, I was like, this yeah. this one is it. Like I know that this is the role. So I went in, and uh, I think that took so much pressure off of the audition that I did just get to go in and have a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And so it was actually like a fairly easy audition process. I think I did uh, the first read, and then I did a callback, and then I did the chemistry reads with John. Okay. And I was the first guy that they saw in the chemistry reads. And I think it was just like... You have a look. This look right here kind of makes me think you could be British. Oh, okay. You could be... I do a terrible British accent. You do. You'll yeah, that's not good. Yeah, it's like, I have, a, I have a, like a really close British friend, and it's almost insulting to her when I try. <laughs> yeah. but, I see, but just looking at you, I can see it kind of. I can see yeah. the, I can see a regalness in you. You could play that. I can yeah, see that. Easily. I like that. Um, Thank you. So tell folks about the show. And so if they haven't heard about it, don't know anything about it, because I heard of it before, but if no one else knows about it, can you talk about a little about what the show's about? Emma Approved. approved yes. uh, well, Emma Approved is a modern-day adaptation of Jane Austen's right. Emma. Uh, so basically, uh, you know, I mean, we've all seen like Clueless was a modern day adaptation. Yes. Uh, now we've taken it and turned it into a web format uh, with Joanna Sotomora playing Emma, and we are set in a business environment where I'm her business partner, um, and then you know Harriet comes in as like the the, the quirky assistant. Uh, we have Brent Isaacs that uh, comes in as the love interest for her, <laughs> and yeah, it's just a it's a vlog format show. So we're always talking similar to this with a camera here. We just acknowledge the camera a lot more, mm-hmm. uh, and it's very interactive, which is what we won the the Emmy for. Is the yes, activity. I mean that's great. So you were there at night when you guys won. Yeah, thing. How, how exciting that was, was that? That was one of the most stressful days of my life. I was thinking because because I mean I'm sure being nominated is great. Of course, you guys are the whole show. You guys are all excited, mm-hmm. but it's possible you won't win. No. There's a possibility you will win, too. Well, no, we knew we won. Oh, so you knew you won beforehand? Yeah, they did let us know that we won. Oh, they did? Because for the creatives, they do Emmys? let you know. Yeah, oh, the creative you know. Oh, so you all show up and, okay. So you're just going to show up. But the reason it was stressful is because uh, my best friend was getting married that day. And so I was like, <laughs> oh, no. And I was the best man. Okay, wait, okay, wow, okay, so, so how did you do this? So the Tell wedding, me. so the Emmys red carpet started at, I think it was like 2 or 2.30, and okay. that was in downtown Los Angeles. Okay. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go there, I'm going to do the red carpet from 2 to 4. Okay, The got wedding it. starts at 5. Okay. In, uh, and where's the wedding Palos at? Verdes. South. That's past me, I, I live near LAX, that's past yeah, me, wow. like way south. I know. And so, I did, I did the red carpet, I didn't even get to go to the actual award show, so I didn't get to go on stage, oh, okay, I didn't okay. get to accept the Emmy, everybody oh, else dang. did, that was super sad. So I went, I left, went to the wedding, did everything, as soon as I got done with my best man speech, I gave everybody hugs, and I had to drive <laughs> back to LA for the, <laughs> the ball. Oh yeah, okay. And then we did the ball, and the ball was beautiful, yeah. and amazing, and wonderful. Yeah. And then from then on, it was easy because then it was you know dancing yeah. and hanging out. And we got you got you uh, as an organizer. I'm proud of you. You your time managed it. You yep. did it. Yep. I signed up for the fast track lane. I got my little transponder, <laughs> so I wasn't going to get a ticket. I was ready to go. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. So no, that would be stressful. Just yeah. The travel part. This is L. A. Right. Yeah, if you're from L. A. Folks, I mean, it's, it's crazy. You never know what's gonna happen on the. Trailer. You never know. I mean, you could literally not move. Now you see. Now I know this is a show about him, but I'm right now. I'm thinking, okay, how to get there? Do you do the one ten to the? I'm like, I'm this trying is to like the it. Californians on like SNL. Yes, it's like, yes. oh, I took the one ten to the one hundred five, the one hundred five yeah. to seven ten. I'm like trying to think, how did he get to? Because yeah. Palos Verdes is not really off any freeway. No. No, it's I the peninsula. Actually, it's way down the peninsula down I, there. Yeah, I don't even remember exactly how it was, but I took <laughs> I took the one ten down to a different freeway, like past Palos Verdes, and okay. then wrapped back around. Oh, came back up. Okay, because that was the faster route. Because otherwise, you have to get off and do all those side I streets know. through the mountains. I know it's, it's beautiful down there. I mean, gorgeous. Rolling Hills Estates, all it's all it's all beautiful down yeah. there. That's so funny. I'm proud of you. you did yeah, that. thank you, thank I you. Did that. So, um, so I was talking. How do you feel about this? Are you doing any more seasons of it, first of all? Or is it just the one can self-contain? It is still to be determined. Okay. Uh, definitely okay. after the Emmy, we got a lot more buzz. And yes. so I don't know what I'm actually allowed to say about it, but okay. uh, I'm going to say whatever I think I can, and hopefully I don't get in trouble <laughs> later. Uh, but <laughs> I think, I think uh, the goal is right now that everybody is on board to do okay. season. Okay. Um, it's just a matter of if we get uh, a network or you know yeah. somebody to sponsor us. And I think they will also shift it from being vlog to single camera. Okay. 
So um, that way we would have, we, we, we would kind of just, because we want to do, so Bernie is a genius. And once he's done one thing, then he's like, well, we've done that. So let's let's do something a little yeah. different. And so now I think he wants to take Emma and turn it into more like a Parks and Rec or The Office. Okay, yeah. Where like we would have a camera crew following yeah. us around. How great is the web? I mean, how great is this kind of, you could do these, now these these kinds of shows that are getting recognized. Yeah. I work, you know, I work in soaps, and, and I mean, these soaps shows on webs, like there's Beacon Hill and Winterthorn and, and the Bay in Venice. There's all these, I mean, there's all these great series out yeah. there on the web. Yeah, it's great. I mean, it's definitely opened up a whole new platform for people uh, to just be creative and let their content be seen, which is great because it gives so many more people voices that never would have had access to it. Very true. And how long is each episode? Each episode varies from, I think it's like the shortest one is right around like three minutes and the longest one is I think right around like eight, eight and a half. Um, mm. And it just kind of depends on what was in the story on that particular episode and how long we went. How is it acting in a shorter time span? Because you treat it like just a scene? I mean, like you're doing, I mean, how do you adjust? The, like the shooting schedule was insane. It was, it was crazy. Uh, <laughs> it was similar to a soap. I feel, I feel more for the soap people because they do it on a daily basis. Yeah. We shot one weekend a month. Okay. Uh, so we shot Saturday and Sunday, and we shot anywhere from like sixty-six pages to one time we almost shot a hundred. Soaps. That's that soaps. Yeah, yeah. So we were we were on average around forty-five pages a day of straight dialogue. Wow. Uh, and the hard part about the vlog format is there's there's no camera setups, there's no lighting changes. Oh. So right. you go like and. You're like, cool, that one's done. Let's go to the next one. So it's not like where you go, you're like, oh, okay, I don't know the next scene. We got thirty minutes for them to set up the oh, the stage. My God. It's just like, no, the next scene's now. Now, right. So, uh, scene 535's A, go. Yeah. Right. Uh, but it was, they had a really, really good format down. I mean, we had a bunch of scripties that sat there, like the producers were watching to make sure we got the lines right. And they did like this line technique to make sure, like if we got the, through the take completely, they had different colors for every take. So oh, as long good. as they had two different full takes of okay. a color, we were good. Okay. Um, and then, I mean, for me, it was easy because I got to come in and come out for Joanna. I mean, she was doing, like, straight-down-the-barrel oh monologues. God. Oh, my God. Uh, and, and, yeah, I don't know how she did it. Because she was in every scene. Yeah. I mean, for the most part. I think there might be one or two scenes where oh it's, like, Harriet. And, you go, and, Joanna. Yeah. Oh, she was That's amazing. I don't, I don't know how she did it. Now, so obviously that part of the muscle of your brain... Must be really strong. That's the funny like thing. Soaps, yeah, must be really strong. Yeah, once and I do think it's like anything else. If you stop doing it, yeah. then it kind of goes away a little bit more. But man, when we were on that show, uh, it was interesting to see, like you know, week four, week five, or month four, five, six. Like as we got further and further into it, it was like. Wow, I can memorize really fast now. Mm -hmm. uh, but now, I mean, that show's been over for, <laughs> I think, a year or so. So I'm back to, like, I mean, I can memorize pretty I'm quick. I'm sure you can. Yeah, I can yeah. memorize pretty quick. But uh, not nearly as fast as I could when we were actively yeah. shooting it every month. I would say, though, if, if it does come in for a second season, mm -hmm. then when you get back, you'll be, you'll be right back to it again. Well, if it does come back for the second season, when you go to the single camera format, oh, it'll slow, slow down, everything down. Slow down. Okay, so it'll make so it actually much more easier. manageable. That's a good experience for you. Yeah, you it was do, great. You could do a soap. I, I've auditioned for soaps. Ooh, which ones? Um, I auditioned for almost all of them. I like Bold and Beautiful, uh, Young and Restless. Uh, Did you General Hospital Days Your Lives? I auditioned for both of them. Yeah, oh it, my just, God. Uh, it was just one of those things where we didn't quite find the the right yeah. role again. But yeah, um, yeah there's a, a couple different casting directors that have continuously brought me in to see uh, which ones. I know Mark Tester at GH. He's a yeah. great guy. Yep. Great I'm guy. Yeah. Great, beautiful, great guy. He is amazing, and he will remember you. He's one of people. If he likes you, he'll remember you. He, yeah, it's very much true. Yep. That's very true. And he's very talented. So uh, he's also, he was one of the guys where when I was auditioning for him, he had very specific notes. Like, hey, look, do this, this, and this. Because he knew what it was they were looking for. And he also had, like, the acting side of it down. Mm -hmm. Whereas it wasn't like he, he was just kind of watching to see if you right. could bring it. He was like, no, I'll help you. I'll help you bring it. Mm -hmm. uh, which is really helpful in the casting room. Now, I just want to talk about what is one piece of advice, because this leads to something that I always like to ask people, mm -hmm. that you were given that serves you well to this day. Oh man! Like for life, <laughs> I'm make you think. Life or for acting? Well, either life or, or both. I mean, it could be intertwined. It could be just something. You got some good advice. You came to LA, and someone gave you some really good advice that just really works for you on a on either a daily basis or a weekly basis. Or I, there was there was one thing that, I, and it was it was weird because it was actually before I got into acting, and I didn't understand it at all when I when I first heard it. And it, it, it's kind of a weird person to quote, but <laughs> Jessica Alba oh. uh, was in an interview, and somebody said like, "What's your best piece of advice for an actor?" And she said, if there's anything else in the world that you want to do, do that. And oh, I was like, man. why would she say that? Like, she's crushing dreams. <laughs> but now, but I get it. I get it. But now saying. being in the business for 10 yeah. years, I, I completely get it because it's, it's such a difficult industry mm -hmm. um, that, that it can be crushing. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think the, that my advice would be 
do it because you love it and do it for the right reasons. Don't don't get into acting because you want to be famous because yeah. the chances of becoming famous are very small. Are minuscule. Yeah, and don't even get into it because you want to be rich because right. the chances of <laughs> being rich are very small. Yeah, no, they are. Right. Uh, so you've got to really get into it because you love it. And I mean, I think for me that was the most important thing was figuring out what it was that I, I loved in life and then doing that because, I don't know, you know, life is short. It goes by fast. Yeah. I'm saying, I may not look it, but I'm kind of old. It goes by really <laughs> fast. Not, it goes by it. really fast. I'm, I'm a grandfather. It's kind of crazy. Really? I am. That's awesome. That's crazy. All right, my gray's coming in my beard. It's, it's kinda, distinguished. It's, thank you. Yeah, I like that. I like it. You come back anytime. <laughs> so let's talk about your TV work, because you've done episodic TV. You've yeah. been guests on, on TV. The, the one I saw, you end up being dead. I know. My mom hated that. You were a good dead person. I loved it. It was it was it was really entertaining. We actually had a stunt guy that was there uh, that was ready to do the thing. I was Wait. like, no, no, no. I, w- I wanted that. like yeah. So they had a stunt guy for you to just get to choked get- out. It's so funny because when that thing comes over, it is it is kind of sketchy. Like <laughs> I did have to make sure I got a hand in there, otherwise oh, really? it really is choking. Oh, okay. So we had to do it was very choreographed where I had to be on the phone and then we had like we had shot um, I don't remember her name I'm a terrible person but um, the girl that plays my love interest in that show we'd shot her side first and on that scene it's intercut between the two of us yeah I remember okay, okay. so you can't cut back and forth so yeah. you just have to hope that the timing from the earlier uh, shoot matches the timing okay. from this one got it so I had to like walk down the sidewalk with a specific time and then know at that one line he was going to come over to choke me so I had to make sure I got the phone out so okay. that the whatever they call it the, the, we'll call it a rope yeah a rope so, so the rope could come over and then I had to make sure I got one hand up to keep okay. it from choking me and then we had to struggle 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 I had to drop the phone in a specific place camera pans down I had to make sure I stepped on it and okay, twisted right. so my phone got broken yeah and then lay down on the ground and then do like the, the kicks part yes I, I, I kind of chuckled on that one and then you had to like, yes. like you little kick <laughs> and then it was over <laughs> yeah. I, kind, I kind of uh, yeah I kind of chuckled yeah. when I saw the little, the little kicks the hardest thing I've ever had to do was later in that episode when I have to play dead on the table. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, okay well, Because you can't breathe. Oh, yeah. You and your eyes can't move. And I never knew how much my eyes continuously are moving <laughs> as my eyelids are closed. <laughs> no idea. And the director was like, your, your eyes are still moving. And I was like, oh, no, really? He's like, yeah, stop. And I was like, I can't. I don't know how. Oh, I don't know how. To, and so, like, they just kind of worked around it. Yeah. Uh, but that's yeah. actually interesting. I'm, I'm, now I'm thinking about like, hmm, like how do you because because you, you can't have anything go up and down. And it's obviously. a couple minutes in, so oh, so you have to like wow. slowly breathe through your stomach. And you can't react to anybody's stuff in your scene either. Oh, you can't. Dead. You're dead. You can't you're move. <laughs> yeah, you cannot move. It's it's very very difficult to play dead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good to know. But I saw you die. I think yeah. like, oh, he's dying. Yeah, oh, okay, that's like, but you you did you did well, dead. Yeah, you know. So you did, that was coming to mind. You also did. I have to make sure I get these kind of correct. You also did stuff like Rizzoli Rizzo- and Isles. Mm-hmm. Obviously, what'd you play on that one? Um, so I was just a character that came in. Um, and ooh, this is this is when my publicist brother looks at me and says you need to learn people's names. <laughs> uh, it's okay, just just you're on and yeah. Well, the the woman that's fantastic. I want to say her name is Angela, but I could be Angie Harmon, the lead one of the leads. The the one that plays her mom. Oh, her mom. Well, I've got her name too, actually. My so I came in and yes. I I had a conversation with her, uh, yeah. and she overhears me talking on the cell phone about about to be proposing to my girlfriend. Okay, and I'm like, you know, she's like, "What's your plan?" And then I tell her what my plan is, and she's like, "That's an awful plan." <laughs> and so she gives me a whole new plan, and then from that, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, this lady has such great advice that I actually go back to my work. I get one of my buddies that's about to propose to bring him back to talk to her. Oh, again. how funny! Uh, but she's not there." And then we run into the guy that actually owns the bar, and he's like also an amazing actor who I'm blanking on his name. But he he does one of those things where he's like, ah, dude, "What are you looking for? Like, I can give you advice." And he's been like married and divorced a few times, and so you're like, maybe maybe not so much. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and pass on that. Hello to Tanya Hayes, and hello to CJ Rockies Nine. Hello, they're on, they're on. We have people watching. They're on. No, they're just well. One Tanya Hayes is about radio works the same way. I don't know what that means. Tell me what that means. I don't know what that means. That's what I was her comment. No, she oh, just the comment. I was like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what it means either. So I'm, I was like, I mean, you tell me what it means. But she's like, radio works the same way. I don't know what... It was supposed to be something we said that she's commenting on. She's probably like, uh, thinking of people's names is very hard. <laughs> oh, but that's what it is, Tanya, right? You tell her you support him. <laughs> yes. That's fine. Um, so, it's funny. So, your agent gets you these different projects. So, you're looking at going, okay, there's commercials... Uh, TV, web series. Mm-hmm. Is there one, I mean, I'm not going to say is there one you like better, but is this one that you really find yourself kind of gravitating towards more these days now that you're doing a lot more work? Well, it depends. I mean, uh, obviously features are a lot of fun, but there there is something to be said about having to be on location and living out mm-hmm. of a hotel for five weeks. Uh, oh, yeah. 
it's it's really fun and really amazing. But I mean, I do want a family and I want kids and yes. stuff, and so that would yeah. be really hard. Um, so I, I think I would like to find a home if I could pick anything in the whole world. I would do sitcom on TV. Oh, okay, it yeah. would be here in I Los Angeles. I see you totally on a sitcom. Yeah, especially. like something you know, like if I mean, if we could bring back Friends, and yeah. Yeah, I would love to be on Friends. But uh, like the current stuff, like Baby Daddy, I would love to be on that yeah. show. Um, any of those. I mean, I worked on Whitney. That was an awesome experience. Very good. So I'd like to do that. And in the meantime, until then, commercials are great because sure. they keep your bank account full. Um, they're really fun because you get to do random stuff for yeah. one or two days out of the month. Yeah. Uh, and so it's 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 good, consistent work. And then in the meantime, when you're not doing commercials, you're auditioning for TV shows and movies. But I think I'd eventually my, my end goal is to do sitcom. Very good. I guess I can see you on a sitcom. Yeah. Or even, or even like The Office. If I could play Jim Halpert, uh, John oh, yeah. Krasinski on The Office, right. I, that would have been... I could totally see it. Yeah, it would have been like a Completely dream. see it. Completely yeah. see it. Um, so, do you miss Tucson, Arizona? You know, I, I don't even really remember Tucson. Because now it's like so many years now. Well, well, I was born in Tucson, but I moved away from Tucson when I was five years old. Okay. And then I lived in Texas for five years. Oh, Texas. Okay. And then I was in Houston and Austin. Ooh, two and, great cities. Yeah, great. Uh, but I moved away from there eventually. I think it was 11 when I moved back to Scottsdale, Arizona. Oh, Scottsdale. Okay, Scottsdale. Yeah. And so I grew up in Scottsdale, uh, and then I moved out here right as I turned 22. Mm, okay. Because because uh, I, I literally, I was at the end of my, my grad school run. Okay. I graduated from grad school right before I turned 22. Um, and so I, that's right when I had the little crisis. Yeah. I think it was also because I had been working so hard to go through school and everything that when when I was all done, yeah. I didn't have anything to distract me. Then I was like, oh no, panic time. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, I, I, def, I, miss, I miss Scottsdale because, you know, my, my sister's there with her husband and I have like an awesome nephew and niece. Yeah. Uh, so I miss them. I don't get to be in their lives as much as I would like to. But luckily, you're not too far away. You're not too right. far away. Yeah, we're not too far away, so we get to see each other from time to time. And my parents are still there. Uh, thankfully, they have a house down here, too. So oh, that's good. I see them uh, pretty frequently. That's good. But uh, I definitely miss the house prices in uh, Arizona. Oh, I know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like in, in California, it's yeah. a little expensive. Yeah, I, my yes. house out here, if I sold it and took the money from my house here, I could buy the biggest mansion yeah. in Arizona. Oh, exactly. so wonderful. With land. Oh, yeah. I mean, in a view, oh, like yeah, the view city, oh, yeah. like a negative edge pool, <laughs> like a movie theater in my room. It would be, it'd be great. But Tiny Hayes says, it, meaning you have to love it. Oh yeah, and I, I agree because I do radio and TV, so I love both of those. Well, yeah. I think, uh, I mean, like I think Tanya's got a good point that it's it's universal. You have to love anything you do, mm-hmm. otherwise you're going to be miserable. I mean, work takes up the majority of your life, and then the rest yes. of it's sleeping, and then you've got like this little <laughs> section of time where it's like free time, right? So you've you've got to really enjoy what you do, otherwise it kind of, I mean, it's it's just too much of your life to not enjoy it. Uh, that's a, that's a great line. I like that. Yeah, it's much your life because it just yeah. Cause, and they say it goes by so fast. Yeah, you wake up, you're 50, 60 years old, going, "What did I do? Right, what's going on? Yeah. Or I hate my job." Mm-hmm. I have so many friends who are like, "I got to change," which is never too late to change your life. It's never too late. No, no, you, no. I mean, especially like in in this day and age. I mean, there's just endless opportunities to to really pack up and go and just try something out. Yeah, it's a big world out there. Yeah. Yeah, you know it's out there for all of us to grab at. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, so, do you remember your first TV role that you got to guest on? I do. It was for Life with Damian Lewis. Yeah, I remember that show. Yeah, before he went on later, of course, to Homeland fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that show actually. I think it went through two seasons before yeah. it ended up getting canceled. Uh, but yeah, I, I booked a role on there of a character named Andy Diller. And when I walked in, um, I had super long, shaggy hair. It was like really? kind of like a Justin Bieber cut. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Buddy. It was, it was I can't even picture it right now. I can't even picture it. Yeah. So I'm sure there's pictures out there somewhere, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. There's definitely pictures. Uh, but yeah, I walked in, and I was auditioning for this uh, this Marine on leave. And so I had this long hair. And since it was my first job, I was I was thinking, like, when are they going to do this? This is weird. So I booked the job. They didn't say anything about getting my hair cut. Okay. And I show up to the first day of set, and they go, you know, we're cutting your hair, right? And I was like, you know, I assumed if I'm on leave, uh, yeah. i got to get a haircut. But yeah. then I was like, I don't know how long I've been on leave, so maybe it's not going to be too short. <laughs> and so they said, okay. And I go, well, my manager just said, to try not to go too short. And she goes, okay. And then... They do whatever they before, want, obviously. Before I knew it, I had a high and tight. Uh, I mean, how did it look? I actually really liked, liked it. it. Yeah. yeah, I really liked yeah. it. It did kind of, you know, pigeonhole me for specific roles for, oh, I'm sure for three, a while, three yes. to six months. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I worked on that show and uh, it, it was an awesome experience. It just, it was like the first time being on a professional TV set for a network. Yeah. Um, and that was, it, it was great. Uh, I mean, I, I thankfully stayed in the episode. I had a bunch of scenes and so I had like a party at my house and it was like, we, I did the smart thing. I was like, this is a housewarming, but my show is also going oh, beyond. Oh, I guess you learned. So just in case. Yeah, you learned. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, we sat there and watched it, and it was a, like a really proud moment. And my parents called me, and they were very excited, and I was super excited. And it was Can you just, watch yourself? 
Yeah, I don't have some it. people that can't watch themselves. Yeah, I I think. Uh, for me personally, I I think it would be a disservice to not watch myself because I agree. because I got I got to see like I mean I can look at it with the uh, like what's working what's not mm-hmm. it's not like I'm watching it being like oh man like gosh I love myself <laughs> I'm watching I'm it, so beautiful yeah yeah I watch it for like constructive yeah. uh, opinions of myself so I'd be like okay that that worked and that didn't like I could tell I'm lying there or I I mm-hmm. shouldn't do that weird thing with my face <laughs> um, and so I like to watch it because you, you you do get to see like where you need to grow still I agree uh, and it's kind of like a you know it's like anything else you you don't like do I guess that's going to be a terrible example but I was going to be like you don't turn into a presentation that you've never read but I know what you mean. Yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, you got to make sure like you're right. doing a good job. I know for me, I watch myself, and I and I like it because you just you kind of see things because the camera doesn't lie. That's right. what I learned. Yeah, it really doesn't. The camera does show whatever you're feeling; it does come through. Right. Which it's is such, it's, yeah. it's such a it's a very interesting thing, and mm-hmm. I didn't. I was told that to say be you know be truthful to the camera, be true to yourself, and be true to whatever, and I see it. Right. And I guess in acting, especially, you got to be true to that, wherever that character is, how you're feeling. It all comes out mm-hmm. in the wash, so to yeah. speak. Definitely. Wow. And then what was your could we what was your first did we tell about your commercial already? My first commercial was Taco Bell. Taco Oh Taco Bell. Yeah. What did you do in Taco Bell? Uh, I, was, I partied in an elevator. So I had the long hair in that too, actually. It was for a queso crunch wrap. And I walk in and <laughs> uh, Jason Blair, who's actually been doing amazing lately, he yeah. was on New Normal and he oh, uh, okay. he's on Young and Hungry now. Oh, yeah. He uh, he walks in with a queso crunch wrap. And I am like standing there in like this little business attire, and I look over and I'm like, huh, like, is there queso in that crunch wrap? And he's like, yep. Yeah. I'm like, like, cheesy, spicy party, queso, queso? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, oh man, it looks delicious. And then the guy next to him, whose name is, I think, Jeremy, takes a bite of it. I'm like, oh. And then oh, that's how it. Funny. And then it ends. But that was my first experience to commercials, and we were in an elevator, and it took us 13 hours to shoot. Oh my uh, God. And we did a variation, which I then learned you don't ever do this, but uh, uh, where I was like, we kind of went into a little improv land, and so after after Jeremy bit it, I was like, "Well, this would be funny." And I was like, "I'm gonna bite it." And so I oh, bit. that's so funny! And then they were like, "That's super funny. Keep okay. doing that." Okay. Uh, and so I was swallowing it. Yeah, you don't do that. Like, you, don't, you don't eat. You don't eat the Nobody food. Nobody tells you, you that the, there's a spit it out yes. for a reason. Yeah, exactly. And what's funny is at the very beginning, the, the guy did walk up to me and say, "Like, do you want a spit bucket?" And I was like, "I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what, what would I do with a spit bucket?" <laughs> and so I didn't have it. And then like halfway through, I understood, and I was yeah. like. Bring the, bring the bucket. Yeah, because you're, you're ready to go anyway. You're like, yeah, because I mean, it's queso cheese yeah. and hot sauce. But after and, 13 hours of queso cheese and hot sauce. Yeah. It's too much. It's, it's just a little too yeah. much. Um, you have a good point. In being an actor, having to change your looks, how do you deal with that? Mm. I mean, for roles, and you have to... I mean, you have to get rid of all the vanity, I guess, and ego, right? Or how does that work for you? Yeah, um... Uh, I mean, like, change your looks in, in aspects of, like... Uh, you get a role, and they say, we want you to shave your head. Oh. Or we get a role, we want you to take off the beard. Like, we're all thinking, I, look, I don't look good without a beard. Like, you have to get rid of that, right? Yeah. When you, when you do I mean, that. I just get excited about it. I'm like, we're going to shave my head? Great. <laughs> like, let's shave it. Uh, I mean, now. I was nervous that first time. But, yeah, and then if they're like, you're going to shave your face, it's, like, awesome. Like, uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not attached to any right. anything that's, like, physically. I mean, if they were like, you got to shave your eyebrows, I'd be like, oh, well... That so the right role. And yeah. if Rob Reiner told you you'd do it, wouldn't you? I would probably. Shave now. Yeah. Take him all, take take him all off. off. You know, Steven Spielberg takes you, you shave it all off, wouldn't you, yeah. in a second? Okay, I'll do it myself. Realistically, you would. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, uh, what an awesome experience to be able to literally transform yourself into a completely different person that not even you recognize mm-hmm. for, uh, like, a project. Because then you yeah. have to go back and watch it. I mean, your eyebrows will grow back. Your hair will grow <laughs> back. Your, your hair will grow back. Like, right. Hopefully. Uh you know, I, I I did see. I think it was Shia LaBeouf for that movie Fury that he did mm-hmm. with Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. He was supposed to have a scar on his face, and I don't know if this was true or not. But I read uh, somewhere that he actually took uh, like a piece of glass or something and cut himself to create the scar. Oh my god! And I think that's taken it to a whole, that's, whole uh, that's, other that's level. That's something else. Yeah, that's something else. Yeah. So I don't I don't know if I could take it that far. Yes. Uh, I'm not. I would, would I you would, gain weight for a role? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah, uh, we gain weight, we gain weight, lose weight, uh, yeah. all that stuff uh, within a healthy limit. Yeah, yeah, right. I do think that some of the people that, that do like the drastic uh, fluctuation with their weight, I do worry that that takes a toll. On well, some have had problems. We've some we've seen some that have had problems with that, of course. Well, even like Chris Hemsworth was saying, like he has major back problems from being Thor oh, yeah. because you have to maintain so much muscle mass that it's just not natural. Yeah. So when he's not doing it, uh, he was in that he had a hilarious cameo in that new National Lampoon's Vacation movie. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And you can tell he's very small, but he's still really shredded. Yeah, well, yeah, sure. But, uh, but you can tell, like, he loses it in between because it's just, you have to be, 
with such a strict diet and so yeah. much of the gym and like your body, it just, I think it takes a major toll. Yeah, I'm sure. That's crazy. Is there anything, um, cause you can tell, you can tell the fans, casting directors, whoever. Yeah. Is there anything on your wish list you'd like to do in terms of acting? Um, that you'd love to put out to the universe, put things out to the universe, speak it out to the universe. Oh man, wow, that's, that's, uh, I mean, there's so many things. Yeah, right? say, say, yeah, say some. Uh, yes. what, like what would you like to do? Besides a sitcom, we got that. Yeah, if I don't do a sitcom, I I love. I mean, I'm like a super sappy romantic. Oh yeah, okay. Like, are I you? Love, okay. like if I could do a movie like The Notebook, I'd be super excited. Okay. Ash, like Ashton Kutcher's career, I actually uh, would admire to have. Okay. Like, I love those lighthearted comedies that at the end of the movie they fall in love because it, like the world is already so yeah like hard as it is that I love being able to walk into a movie where I can just just escape reality for a while and be like cool anything's possible. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously in the third act, there's always the depressing moment, but then they come back and, yes. and then it's wonderful and like everybody lives happily ever after. So I'd love to do romantic comedies like Ryan Reynolds, I think mm-hmm. has been great, Ashley yes. Kutcher. They, they all have these fun movies that they can go. You can tell they're having a good time on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it also is just a lot of fun for people to watch in the movie theater. It's like comfort food, I always say. Yeah. We like comfort food. We like to have some stew every once in a while or yeah. some mashed potatoes and gravy. Or like even like, like How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Like I yeah. love that movie. Yeah. Um, so I would love to do those types of movies. And I think I'm finally getting into that age where it's possible. Okay, uh, I see that, yes. Because okay. I think you've got to really be in your 30s to get mm-hmm. those, because then you're, I think, more, you have a bigger right. appeal. Right. Uh, or, like, mass appeal. More broad. Yeah. A more broad appeal, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that would be that would be my ideal, is to do a sitcom uh, on a regular basis, and then when I'm on hiatus from that, go do romantic comedies. See, career's ready. He's ready, kids. Yeah, that's, his, that's his career. He's, yeah. he's, we, we already got it set up for you. We do. And then to do like a, a funny, like be a spokesperson for a commercial. Like a, just a one funny gag. Uh, oh, that goes on for a while? Like, like Activia for um, for Jimmy Lee Curtis or yeah, uh, Flow for, you know, for Progressive or exactly. whatever. Yeah, just to have that one. I mean, like even uh, Sheldon from Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, he's got that funny bit that he does for, I think it's the bank commercial. Yeah, or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah. Uh, so it'd be great to have like an ongoing show where you can do movies in, the, in your free time and then you also have a commercial campaign. Be great. I like that. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm already, I want to build an empire for you. Let's do it. I'm like you. I think you, I think you got it all. We got it all set up. Or we got yeah. we're ready. I love it. So you spoke out to the world. It's going to it's going to happen. Yeah, for the you. power of the secret right there. You just got to put it out there. Exactly. I believe yeah. completely. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course. I mean, are we done? Uh, yeah. Oh like, my gosh. I, I know. I know. I could talk to you for more. I mean, yeah. I, got, I mean, I got more notes. I'm like, good. it's like it's it's time. Did but. we get any quick questions? Just in case, uh, if we comments. Didn't. People are people are watching. They're giving thumbs up, and people are, people are just they're just commenting. Just like one person says, subscribe to me. Nice. CJ Rocky's nine. It's a good time to promote for him. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to him. CJ Rock. CJ nine. CJ, CJ Rock- Rocky's nine. CJ Rocky's nine. Subscribe to him. Yeah. Subscribe to him. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's all I, I don't know what you're going to find. It could be amazing. It could be uh, <laughs> something you don't want to watch. Yeah. So once again, tell folks where they can find you. Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. All of them are at Brent M Bailey, uh, and then you can watch the show Emma Approved. It's on YouTube. Uh, on Pemberley Digital's Pemberley Digital's channel, uh, and then you can catch me in the upcoming movie with Rob Reiner directing, Woody Harrelson starring, and uh, that is called LBJ. Hopefully out in 2016, but uh, maybe 2017. Okay, oh, that's good to know. We'll okay. see. Yeah. And well, and of course you can follow me, and I will have his, I will always have his stuff on my page. We'll continue following up with him and seeing what's going on with you. Of yeah, course. I'd love to come back. And so and you can come back at any time, of course. Cool. And you can find me James Lodge Jr. on Facebook, uh, Black Hope LA on Twitter, L Black Hope on Instagram. All the Black Hopes, I, just, I took them all. <laughs> and then of course I have my radio show every Friday morning on AdrenalineRadio.com, the Super Organizer Radio Universe Radio Show. Thank you for watching, and I'll see you next. Next time. Bye, guys. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.